0: Well, this is quite an active community right now. We've got a lot of artwork going on right over here. And, and just a st- thing I want to ask you about, how many of you all had lunch in your lunchroom at school today, or at the butterfly house? Most of you did, okay. Do you eat with different people all the time or the same people? Same people, yeah, that's pretty much. You have your friends, do you do the same thing? Same group of people all the time? Yeah, okay, okay. All right, how about you guys over here? (laughs) Did you have lunch in the refectory today? Pray lunch class, good for you. All right, check that one off your list. The dean was watching. (laughs) Did you eat with the same people today that you usually eat with? Uh, Oh, good class. (laughs) I think we're gonna talk about you all as being the truthful section. We're not entirely sure about the rest of you, but we'll find out. Quite seriously. Table fellowship, who we eat with, is right at the center of today's gospel. We have Jesus calling Matthew, the tax collector. I had a good friend who actually was a lawyer for the Internal Revenue Service, and his joke was Hi, I'm with the IRS, I'm here to help you. You know, that was Matthew. That joke would have created a bit of laughter in ancient Jerusalem. He was at the tax booth. He was at a table. It's a table, make no mistake about it, of power. And Jesus says, leave that table. Follow me. And something clicked. I dare say Matthew didn't have a clue where he was going. But he got up and left the seat of power and and accumulating wealth and went with this itinerant rabbi. And he gets himself in a, in, a, in a whale of conflict, immediately we hear the Pharisees question Jesus because of Matthew's own presence and these other so-called sinners, you know, the junior class, the middle class, the senior class, all of us, the faculty, sinners. And the Pharisees are saying, why are you eating with those folks? What you should do is you should be in this group, and they should be in that group or no group. And Jesus turns it all upside down and says, not at my table. All are welcome. All are welcome. That is the nature of this fellowship. We do a pretty good job at moments like tonight when we break the bread of Eucharist. But what about the welcome table of Jesus every time we sit to break food, to break bread together, to make the sacred meal of community, that communion I will confess, i got a lot of work to do there, and I think we all do. The children are probably more honest than we are, but it does start in our lunchrooms and continues to our boardrooms and to things like the refectory. Who is welcome at our table? How is our table becoming like this Jesus table? How do we live out Eucharist? Fred Craddock tells a great story. He's a great storyteller and great preacher of going to Canada for, to, to do a workshop. Fred was a great teacher preaching, would do workshops in different parts of the country. And he Went to Canada to help the Canadians to preach better. Not the Canadians necessarily need to preach better, but I'm not saying that. Uh, but he went up there and he was told weather will be nice, it's still late fall, it'll be just fine, you don't need to, to worry about the weather and he brought, just to be on the safe side, he's from Georgia. So he brought a windbreaker with him <laughs> just to be on the safe side, And y'all know what happened. He got there, he did his first Friday evening thing, and, and Saturday morning he woke up and looked out the window and it was white. <laughs> and he put on his windbreaker and, you know, went downstairs and said, where can I get some food? And they said, well, there's nothing here. Go down to the bus station a couple blocks away. There's a, uh, a diner there. And so he, you know, got his cap on and went a couple blocks and was freezing by the time he got there and imagine this is the only place in open, and he goes, Winnipeg is where he was and it was packed so he sits down, finds a place to sit and the, the waiter comes up, you know the, the fellow you've met him before, he's got the greasy apron on, the, the, the pad and he said, what can I bring you? and he said, well, uh, can I can have a menu and he said, you don't need a menu <laughs> what do you have? soup, what kind of soup? soup (laughs) i'll have soup says fred (laughs) they bring him the soup and he tastes it and it's awful he can always take it in and just about that time another person comes in looking for a seat and finally finds one near him and he can tell as he looks at this person that the person's homeless they got all their worldly possessions with them and you can kind of see everybody else kind of checking this person out trying to figure out what's going to happen next And our friend comes over, you know, remember him? He has a tablet, the greasy apron. What do you want? I just want to sit here and get warm, she says. You've all been in this moment. What happens next is he ratchets it up one step, one step, one step more. Well, you need to order something. You're not going to order something. Get out. And finally, he raises his voice more and more and says, pick up your stuff and get out of here. And she starts to do that. And... And this is what community and the table of Jesus looks like. This takes us back 2,000 years ago to Matthew and Jesus' calling. This is the answer to the Pharisees. Everyone in that restaurant started getting up too and putting on their coats. Fred, Fred caught on fast. He was a member of the choir. He knew what to do when everybody else stood up. <laughs> And he did just that. And the man, remember the apron, the notepad? He realizes what's going on. And he says, okay, no, I, no don't, don't, folks. It's okay, it's okay. Just sit down, sit down. I'll bring you some soup. And he did. And what Fred noticed next was that he was hearing something he hadn't heard before and the silence that followed. And it was the slurping of soup. And he thought, well, if they're having it, I'll try it again. And you know what? He said it tasted really pretty good then. And what he said it tasted like, was it tasted like bread and wine. Dear ones, this is the gospel truth. What we do in this place, in this sanctuary, at this table, is to prepare for those tables. And so at the end of this service, when we march on and go beyond these walls to the refectory, back to our lunchrooms, and to the places of dining and assembly throughout our communities, we should ask who we are having our table time with. Because Jesus is there, and it's always table time. So come to this table, and then let us, with all the saints, go from this place and do table time out there.